0: I'm John Ferris, and this is My Life, Wildlife. I'm the captain of the Tekla, which is a research vessel for Fish and Wildlife Service. I'm based here in Homer, Alaska, all part of Alaska Maritime National Wildlife Refuge. I grew up in the Midwest, I grew up in Ohio. I've always had nature, you know, from when I was a young kid in in my life, you know. Both my parents were teachers, so we had summers off. So we didn't we always went on vacation, but we didn't do the standard Midwest vacation that you, you know, go to Myrtle Beach and everybody get a hotel room. We'd pile everybody in the station wagon, tow a tent camper, and we'd head up to like, you know, the upper peninsula of Michigan or Canada or Maine or the Appalachian Mountains and go backpacking and, you know, do that kind of stuff. So I just kept doing it all, you know. And then, you know, college, I got to a point where every semester I was changing my major. And they finally started saying, well, you got to stick with one. You got to make a decision on what you want to be. And I was like, you mean like what I want to be and do in life now? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I want to be out of here. I do not want to (laughs) be... (laughs) And then I was like, I don't want to be here. I want to be, you know, outdoors, active. And that was the beginning of, I guess, how I got here. I uh, headed west. I went to Montana to ski a season with my older brother who was living out there, still lives out there. You know, I was like 20 years old. And I had college roommates come by. You know, they drove by on their way, going to Alaska to work for the summer. And I had to make a decision to leave in one day. They stayed the night and I left the next morning. So um, we road tripped up the Alcan through uh, Canada, you know, camping every night, you know, fishing here, fishing there, playing. And um, I remember, you know, pulling into Anchorage after the road trip and it was just, you know, Anchorage had this, frontier town aspect of it. It was the end of the pipeline days, kind of. Bars were open till three or four in the morning. You'd come out and the sun would be up, or the sun, daylight would be coming. So it was, I was like, wow, it just never stops. And it was uh, the land of freedom and camping and midnight sun, and it, I just really never looked back. I started, you know, working boats, working construction. I fished salmon, I fished halibut, black cod. Um, I fished crab. A, you know, a previous captain was a friend. You know, he offered me the, you know, hey, we need a skiff man or deckhand. And I was like, Yo, I'll I'll go do a season. You know, I didn't know what I was really getting into, but I was, you know, I'm fairly adventuresome. So I was ready to turn the page a little bit. So, uh, you know, I took the opportunity and, and uh, was was their fill-in guy for the first season. And so it was a whole different Environment, you know the conversations were about science and you know uh, what we saw today, what we did today, what we learned, and it just it I, I really enjoyed it. I love the outdoors. I love the wilderness. I love the science. You know I love uh, being so hands-on. It's so amazing what I've gotten to do. You know I've 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 handled sea lion pups. I've been in a nest with eagles chicks and um, while the parents are kind of dive-bombing you trying to, you know, as we wait them up. Um, I've watched killer whales, I literally watched killer whales train their young uh, with a fur seal. Where they would throw the fur seal up in the air, get the fur seal to where it's totally incoherent and then push it around and let the young try to do the attack and come in for the kill. And I mean, that went on for like a half hour. It was it was a really amazing sight. I mean, I've just seen so much. It's like watching whales breach. It happens all the time. You know, it, it, and one little caveat to how things are is like, you know, I come to Homer, I get my break in the middle of summer and I have a skiff and all that. And I, you know, I'll be running across the bay with my wife and friends and all of a sudden they see a whale blow. And they're like, oh, there's a whale over there. There's a whale over there. And I kind of like, look at it like, okay. And I just keep going and then I'm like, stop. These people don't get to see this all the time. They want to see, you know, the whale, you know, where I can just look at it and say, oh, it's just a humpback, not a, you know, blah, blah. And off I go. So I'm spoiled is the way I put it. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years now and I've gone from being the guy in the skiff to being the guy that's the first mate working the night shift, to now being the captain. The RV Tekla, it's 120 feet, 405 tons, which is make a pretty heavy vessel. So she's a great sea boat. She handles, we take up to 14 to 16 passengers. We have a crew of six. We're a pretty light crew. We have a, uh, a chef, which is the most important person on the boat. That keeps everybody's morale up. Um, We have an engineer that maintains everything. And then I have myself that runs the day shift. And then I have a first mate that runs the night shift. And then we have two deckhands, one that works, one works with me during the days and one works at night with the uh, first mate. they are like two labs. They're, They're on the aft part of the ship with scientists doing their work. You can have volcanologists. You can have geologists. Of course, we'll have our bird biologists, which is um, with our people from Alaska Maritime, mostly our bird biologists. We'll all do stellar sea lion work. We'll do whale work. We'll do contaminants work. We'll work with uh, historians. We'll work with archaeologists. It, if they got an ologist on the end of their name, they're coming on board at some point. The vessel has, oh boy, we have a, we have a range of, I don't know, probably 10,000 miles. I've never really tested it. She can carry like 35,000 gallons of fuel. So when we leave town, we usually are gone somewhere in the NATO hmm, 60, 70 days before we come back to resupply. Got to realize um, to get to the end of the Lucians from Homer is the boat. the ship travels at 10 knots, which is roughly 12 miles an hour. So you're only gonna go 240 miles a day, max. So to get the involutions, it's seven days, you know, to get to Attu. So there's a lot of traveling and you can't just say, okay, we're gonna go, you're not all protected waters. As soon as you leave Homer and get about six hours out, you're exposed already. So weather, you're always watching the weather, you're watching You know, which direction it's coming from. Where's the next storm coming? Where are you gonna be three days from now when the big storm comes? You know, every year we see you know winds 70, you know, or more. Um, Every year we see seas to 20 feet, you know. You try not to get caught out in the open for it. And only, you know, it's one thing if you're gonna travel four hours in that and then you have protection. It's another thing if you're gonna travel like say, Going north in the Bering Sea to the Pribilofs where you're out and open, and you have no lee from the islands, and, you know, for 24 hours or more. So, the weather is a constant. You're always watching the weather. We get it twice a day, and we read it religiously. I got lucky, you know. I'm I'm spoiled. I get that, you know. I get to do all the all the science and get paid for it. It was ideal, you know. I never really thought about it as a career till I look in retrospect. You know, I never said I'm going to do this and I'm going to be okay if I be the deckhand and I step up the first mate and I'm going to be the captain. I never, I never looked at those lines. It just, they just, those doors just kept opening. I will retire someday, and it, it'll be. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I'm not going to be somebody that's going to be bored with retirement. I know how to fill my life full. You know, as, as I worked, over the years, I've always worked summers. And my wife and I have always been in that aspect of, you know, Alaska's kind of a, you, you know, it's real seasonal. And we travel a lot. You know, we've spent time in the jungles of, you know, South America and, you know, up in the Andes and, you know, all the Asia. We've gone all over the world. And these days we, we spend a lot of time in Africa, and we, we have a bush rig over there. You know, I'm in the desert, Kalahari Desert, or I'm in the jungles, you know, and it's, we're camping and we always, we're just camping all the time, living in the wilderness. So when I retire, I'll go back to doing that a lot more traveling and still, you know, being in nature, the you know, the, the whole time. And so when retirement comes, I'll be ready for it.
1: This has been My Life Wildlife, a production of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Alaska Region, Office of External Affairs. Producers Lisa Hupp and Chris Pacheco. Produced and story edited by David Hoffman for Citizen Race Car. Audio editing, sound design, and original music by Garrett Tiedemann. Artwork by Michelle Lawson. In Alaska, The employees of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service are shared stewards of world-renowned natural resources and our nation's last true wild places. The lands and waters of this place we call home nourish a vast and unique array of fish, wildlife, and people. Our hope is that each generation has the opportunity to live with, live from, discover, and enjoy the wildness of this awe-inspiring land and the people who love and depend on it.